0: So you'll, you'll speak?
1: A rundown? Mm-hmm. A okay. rundown. Um, you mean like how, how it'll flow? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's run it down. Like a practice run? No, no no
0: practice run. Okay. Just like when I'm supposed to like, are you going to give me like a signal or something?
1: Well, we're live right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give you a signal. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Yes. Oh, yes, we we are here. We're ready. And uh, when I say we, you know, you got me, your, your host. Good morning, everybody. Good to see you. Good to see you. But we have our intern. Our intern is here. You guys know we put the call out and the call was answered. And we have Monica Vasquez with us. Say hello to all the people.
0: Hello, Aurora. How's everyone doing?
1: Yay! Claps for her too. Bianca Camargo is here. Good morning to you, Bianca. And Baraza Esmeralda. Good morning to you. The time is 802 AM. We have news. We got things to talk about today, but we have a we got a discussion that we want you guys' opinion on that I'm gonna get to you guys here momentarily and let you know about because we heard something. That was Bad, not good at all. Um, so there's an alderman in Chicago, and his name, let me see his name is uh, Mr. Cap- James Kapelman. He's an alderman of the 46th Ward. He was attacked just the other day um, in a case that some constituents uh, have called terrifying and inappropriate so an uptown man has been charged with assaulting Alderman Kappelman after the Alderman tried to break up a group of people drinking on the corner of Racine and Leland avenues uh, according to authorities Tony Landers 58 was charged with one misdemeanor count of aggravated assault after he allegedly struck Kappelman with a piece of table during a Saturday night altercation uh, so the alderman went out after a constituent contacted him to complain of public drinking and loitering at that intersection. The alderman told a man that he could not drink on the sidewalk and then removed a table that was used to conceal the alcoholic beverages. Saturday's incident was the third time that Mr. Kaplan had been attacked by constituents since he was elected in 2011. That's terrible. That's terrible. What do you think about that, Monica.
0: It is very, very terrible news. I mean, I feel like just having a leadership position puts you in a very vulnerable position as right. well. And I feel like he's doing everything that he can right. to help out his people, and yet he he gets treated like that. So it, it is pretty um, bad news.
1: Yeah, I mean, think about it. You're voting on behalf mm-hmm. of your constituents. They're contacting you for all kinds of things. And then here's a guy who... You know, is is doing it the wrong way in the mm-hmm. system. Public drinking, mm-hmm. go in your house. Mm-hmm. Why not drinking inside? Right. Uh, anyway, but one mm-hmm. of the problems is is that on well, it, well in Chicago, as we know, uh, COVID has left many people in dire straits. So now, what is an issue worth intervening in, and what's something that should be passed on to authorities? Uh, that line seems to get blurred at times. So. Uh, In Uptown, there is a high amount of people struggling with homelessness and mental health issues. Uh, Alderman Kaplan said he is trying to balance the needs of constituents who are concerned about public drunkenness while also seeking to find a solution other than arrest and incarceration. He says, quote, there are people caught up in the system. He's trying to change that approach. In the meantime, he says he has residents who are frightened. Uh let us know what you guys think about that in the chat. The time is now 8:05 a.m. All right. Norman Peterson is here saying good morning. And John Schomer, good morning to you as well. Hope everyone has a great day. So do we. All right. So tell us about yourself, Monica. I'm glad you're this is your third day it interning. Is. Day number three. It is. Welcome to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us where you're from. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Yeah, so my name is Monica. I'm, from, I'm fr- originally from North Carolina, after North Carolina, so shout out to North Carolina. Um, I came here four years ago to study at Aurora University. Um, I just graduated this May uh, with my bachelor's in arts with a sociology and global leadership studies degree. And then now I'm doing a master's in public administration at Aurora University, so I'm pretty excited about that. And then I saw this great opportunity on LinkedIn and I was like, oh my gosh, this is something that, I've, that I'm have that i looking for, to, for, for me to be exposed in the community here at, in Aurora. So I thought this was gonna be a very great experience for me, um, even though I don't have any experience in <laughs> media or anything <laughs> of that, I know that I'll be able to use all, all of these skills and in the future
1: well we uh as i as i told you day one and two mm-hmm. we appreciate having you, you, Thank are you very so much, much appreciate it very mm-hmm. much appreciate it all right uh so one of the things i'd like to say before we move on to the local news which uh monica is gonna uh, put out there for us today um, is that it really does feel good to have the community that we have and the people that we have in it Always trying to help, always trying to look out. So I want to say thank you very much, to all of our listeners, our fans, and our subscribers on Good Morning Aurora. You people are always very much appreciated. We try very hard daily to give you guys, uh, you know, good local positive news, something uplifting and motivational, and we try to have a little bit of fun while we do it. The time is now 8:07 a.m. Awesome. So the
0: live. Aurora is co sponsoring a free art event with Visual Arts in downtown Aurora on October 1st, 2021. So, Art Comes Alive, a teen art exhibition, was created to celebrate and display the creativity of local youth. All artwork will be submitted by local teen artists and will be put on display at Gallery 1904 1st East Benton Street, Aurora, Illinois, for the community to appreciate. Free of charge teens in grades 6 through 12th can submit up to two pieces of artwork of for this art exhibition submissions are free and are due by september 24th so that's tomorrow by using this google form which i'll be sharing on the group chat on the facebook live
1: see we can give you all the links now they're coming back they coming back i know y'all was like kurt where the link where the link here they come
0: awesome So October 8th is the date Bridge Bash 2021 will be a great evening of outdoor fun. This will be from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the venue in downtown Aurora in beautiful Monday Park. Consider a sponsorship for Bridge Bash 21. Sponsorship packages include free tickets for your friends, an exclusive free pre-event, and more. Visit the website at neighborproject.us. To buy individual or couple of tickets. Register to join us live or participate in our silent auction digitally at https. I'll, you know what? I'll share that link <laughs> to the chat. You gotta go. You caught that. <laughs> um, so it's gonna be fun and fundraising all in one. So come out for our outdoor live music celebration. You wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be the same without you. The sponsorship link will be in our chat. All right, the 5th annual Cups Broad Drive will be happening this year at Aurora Regional Museum from 5 to 8 p.m. on October 1st. Music, local vendors, and a photo booth uh, will be at this awesome community event. Come support this great cause in downtown, downtown Aurora for and then the link will be in our chat. Remember, October is breast cancer awareness month, so this right. is awesome an awesome event of uh, September the 28th from 5 to 6 p.m. in this month's Social Justice Committee meeting, Social Justice Committee meeting, hosted by the Office of State Representative Barbara Hernandez. Special guest will be Cabrini-Green Legal Aid on the Clean Slate Initiative. And the link will also be posted on our chats. Um, Fox Valley Hands of Hope presents Project Hope, school-based support for children and teens now partnered with nearly 50 schools across the Fox Valley region. Project HOPE is a collaboration between FVHH and school staff to support, um, to identify students grieving and in need. For more information, you can call 630-232-2233.
1: Damn, a lot of twos and threes, y'all. Get your count on, (laughs) get your count on.
0: (laughs) Now, moving on with
1: everything else mm-hmm. all right so um the we got more jobs here too the time is now eight eleven a.m uh the city of aurora is hiring for a telecommunications operator and i want you guys to know something so let me bring it back bring it real quick bring it back bring it right um there is so downtown here you will notice the outside of our studio here Uh, We are posting the events taking place. We have um, the Bridge Bash information. We've got information about Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry's um, 40th birthday bash on the windows outside of the studio down the walkway. For those of you who are not familiar with where we are, get familiar with us because on September 27th, on that day going until October 3rd, we are participating in Diaper Drive uh, awareness week our location here along with several other locations are going to be the place to drop off diapers um, for those who are in need our address is 5 east downer place Suite T. when you come inside you will be able to uh, donate and drop off your diapers there and every person who donates and drops off between the hours of 7 a.m. and 3 p.m can receive a well will receive a good morning aurora sticker so you can uh, decorate your phone right boop. put that on your uh, bumper sticker cover the other bumper sticker with this one right (laughs) and then uh, show all your friends like man what oh you got the coolest honda civic in the neighborhood look at that good morning aurora so yes please uh take part in that now there's a bunch of other locations that are taking part as well treadwell coffee located at 14 west downer place um, in downtown aurora friends of the show family focus five five zero second avenue they'll be from nine a.m. to three p.m. mccarty mills shouts out one forty south river street suite one zero eight sundays and wednesdays from ten a.m. to six p.m. and thursdays noon to eight p.m. fridays and saturdays noon to nine p.m. the office of state representative barbara hernandez her constituent office which is located at five forty west galena Hours and times, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The Aurora Business Center located at 31 West Downer Place. For those of you that don't know, because a friend of mine hit me up about this Tuesday. For those of you that don't know where the Aurora Business Center is, it's that building that's right there on the corner uh, where the Waubonsee drive-through parking lot is back there. So you know Waubonsee Community College is on River and Downer. Um, It's that building right behind it. That big government-looking building across the street from the Sergio Furniture Place—that's the Aurora Business Center. Uh, and Dero Coffee, third, or excuse me, Twenty Nine West New York Street, and the Santori Library, One Hundred One South River Street. Um, so yeah, shouts out to the Office of State Representative Hernandez, and we are proud to be taking part in that. The time is now eight fourteen a.m. All right. All right. Understanding your social security benefits uh, with family focus. There's two works. Well, work, work country now. There's two workshops coming up, Ma. Okay. Uh, But there's two workshops coming up on September 29th from 5 to 6 p.m. There's the English workshop uh, and the Spanish workshop. Come and join. When are you eligible to receive retirement benefits? How does early retirement affect your benefits? Do you qualify for disability, survivors and spouse benefits? How do you get the most from your benefit and when should you file for Medicare? Uh, This is great information. There is a flyer for this which was given to us. I can post this later on for you guys, but you can RSVP. At the following email, christina.campos, C-A-M-P-O-S, at family-focus.org. Shout out to Christina Campos. She is a friend of the show. Okay. Now, let me read you something here. Let me read you this really cool job. All right. Telecommunications Operator with the City of Aurora. You work every single day. It works uh, under the auspices of the police department. So the City of Aurora is open testing for the new position of telecommunications officer under general supervision of the emergency communication manager or designee. You perform duties including the operation of two-way radio, telephone, and dispatch emergency personnel. Enter data, tally calls, and maintain logs of shift activities through use of the CAD system. What is CAD that you ask? I'm glad you asked that question. Computer aided dispatch system. Uh, You operate leads and NCIC terminals, TTD and TTY equipment, also perform general clerical duties. To get this job, you must be able to pass a job simulation test, type 40 words per minute with 90% accuracy, polygraph and psychological assessments, an interview background investigation and meet physical requirements the position requires a high school diploma or GED salary starts at twenty six dollars and eleven cents an hour after six months twenty six dollars and seventy cents an hour after one year twenty seven dollars and twenty one cents an hour and annual increases thereafter all applicants must pass the job simulation test before moving forward in the selection process all right you must have the ability to complete licensing requirements speak clearly work in a stressful environment and multitask sounds like good morning aurora oh snap what how do i know because we work here sir all right required to work rotating shifts during training then first second or third shift including weekends and holidays very very cool Alright, you guys. So, it is 8.17 a.m. Shouts out to Christina Campos from Norma Peterson. Thank you very much. Um, Jennifer Ryan-Maiten is here. Good morning, Jennifer Ryan-Maiten and Tracy Duran. Good morning, GAMS fam. Happy Thursday. So, it's... Now, let's talk about that. Yes, you know, we're in fall now. Do you like fall? I love fall. Is it your favorite season?
0: I don't think it'd be my favorite season, but it's up there i love the cold weather the more the cold breezy mornings it's it's awesome mm-hmm.
1: the hoodie weather is fun. yeah hoodie weather
0: <laughs> awesome awesome
1: uh the hoodie the hoodie weather is Pump- fun pumpkin spice pumpkin spice mm-hmm. everything um i will say this mm-hmm. i do like my pumpkin spice uh donut every now and then the pumpkin mm-hmm. frosting and mm-hmm. all that that is good that mm-hmm. is good it is. um but what's your favorite season
0: I would say it's spring just because it's probably my birthday but it's spring you can wear like it's you know like not too hot not too cold Mm -hmm. just right in the middle can go outside read a book nice
1: weather that that little bit of chill is sometimes Mm -hmm. there in the early morning Mm -hmm. that that early morning uh chill in spring yeah that's 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 a good point Mm -hmm. all right guys you are looking at good morning Aurora We've got Monica here, um, and yeah, she is our intern. Uh, our intern position here is two months, and Monica's been kicking a lot of butts already in her three days of being here. Um, so, yep, we've got a lot of stuff. Monica will see a lot and do a lot, so get ready to know who Monica is because if you have an appointment with us at any time coming up soon, uh, you'll be meeting with Monica. So definitely now she's here till 8 40 a.m because she does have to go to class I do. this I do. morning by 9 a.m mm-hmm. so monica is here with us all right let's do some more like another quick three of the local topics and okay. then we will get to the next part of the show yay welcome monica oh they, oh, they
0: shout you out <laughs> thank you up. thank you everyone <laughs> awesome all right so october 15th which is a friday will be a great night Our friends of Mutual Ground will be hosting their black and white ball from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. at Hotel Arista, located at 2139 City Gate Lane in Naperville. Mutual Ground supports everyone. Because it's a black and white ball, all participants and guests must wear black and white, or shades of black and white, including silver. So to purchase tickets, the link will be in our chat. Um, Our friends of the Quad County Urban League are hosting their annual Equality Gala on October 30th of this year. The theme is Transformation, Reunite, Reconnect, and Rebuild. For more information or to purchase tickets, the link will be in our chat. The portal is now open. If you are a small business owner in Aurora, you may qualify for B2B, back to business grant money from $5,000 to $150,000. With many of our industries still recovering from economic hardship, the Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity aims to help Illinois businesses as part of the American Rescue Plan. Our trusted community partners of Wabanzi SBDC stand ready to help you. The link to the application will be in our chat, and for help navigating the program contact, our listed partners also um, will be in the chat as well. The fourth annual Mayor's Ball will be happening Saturday the 25th of this month from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Bell Sal Banquets. That's located at 1920 East New York Street. Four years of building the foundation, four more years of building the future. Tickets are on sale and the link will be in our chat. On October 2nd from noon to 5 p.m., our friends of Talented 10th Social Services are hosting a holiday craft vendor fair. This will be a fun event. There's a $25 vendor fee and the location is 205 North Lake Street. And the link will be in our chats to register for that event.
1: All right. The time is now 822 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. All of the news that you can shake a stick in. Don't forget that tomorrow is going to be another episode of Jeanette explaining, and next week, you guys on Monday, we've got a great interview coming up uh, in the hot seat, so get ready for that. Also, we have a we got a special edition that we're going to be doing this weekend as well. Now I told you, hold on, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Now we told you that Good Morning Aurora will always show you something dynamic you'll always get something new and fresh with good morning aurora Well, stay around for this weekend this weekend we're going to show you something very special and not only that we're going to show you something that you should have remembered because it was here on good morning aurora where we broke certain news and now that news will be broken that was good that that worked out right i was kind of skeptical but that was it flowed yeah (laughs) we're not pushing those clap buttons those are real claps okay our dear friend of the show tracy duran tells us that there are nine more days until the aurora regional fire museum community hero day Come on out and see and touch all of the neat community vehicles that we will have on display. Um, They will all can't touch the firefighters or officers, though. We'll also have there will also be a Gillerson's Grubbery's food truck as well. Christine Walker, friend of the show, and Tracy will be there. Come on out and see them. The info is in the chat. Thank you very much for sharing that link with us as well, Tracy. And you know what? Actually, hold on a second now. Because there's another piece of information, if I'm not mistaken, Tracy. Aha, that's what it was. Okay. Um, now, remember, the Aurora Regional Fire Museum is located at 53 North Broadway. Um, Touch of Trucks. That's what it is. So the Aurora Fire Department, the Aurora Police Department, NICOR Gas, Illinois Tollway, Aurora EMA, Ozinga, Group. PepsiCo, Kane County Sheriff, Kane County EMA, Weston Sons Towing, and the Illinois Army National Guard. Those are some of the vehicles participating in this Touch-A-Truck. Shouts out. There's a great amount of community partners as well that we'd be remiss not to shout out. So let's give some big shouts right now. The Northern Illinois Fire Sprinkler Advisory Board. City of Aurora's Youth Services, Simon, what's good? NICOR Gas Energy Efficiency Program, Champion Insurance Agency, Invest Aurora, Newmark Credit Union, Alive Center, Illinois Fire Safety Alliance, Rebuilding Together Aurora, ComEd, Citizen Police Academy, Alumni of Aurora, Med Hat's Bay, uh, State Farm, Pace Suburban Bus, and Cairo One. Very, very good news. For more information, you can go to www.auroraregionalfiremuseum.org or just click the link. That Tracy put into the chat. The time is now 8.25 a.m. And we have something called. Want to deliver the pepper egg? No. <laughs> Support free teen drop-in hours in Aurora with the halloween pet parade saturday october 30th Uh uh-oh there's going to be prizes for the funniest scariest and most like your pet costumes somebody gonna come there on all fours barking tim is that you i'm not tim i'm lassie it's crazy uh 25 per pet and their family now here's the thing it's going to be at 78 south of south street that's aurora alive's address uh, pet Parade is from 11.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Free hot dogs and a picture with your pup. Family-friendly fun. Food vendors. Pet treats. Tattoos. Oh, goodness. Hot Wheels. Art activities. Petting zoo. Pumpkin decorating contest. I'm in. Photo booth. Costume contest. I'm in. Face painting. I'm in. Uh, pet Parade route is through downtown Aurora for a 15-minute walk. Shouts out to our dear friends, Addie Rubio and Casey Chitwood of the Alive Center. Very cool. All right, so let's chop it up, Um, Monica, real quick. What is it that you like most about our community here in Aurora? What do you think Aurora has the most to offer?
0: I think Aurora has a lot of opportunity. I think that it's growing, Mm -hmm. and I think it has really great leadership, which is something that I I love to see. There's a lot of Latino leaders Mm -hmm. in Aurora and the Aurora community, which is awesome. Since I, coming to even to the state of Illinois, it it was just so very different from North Carolina. And so coming here, I just right away felt like home because Mm -hmm. there was, again, the progress progress that, that I've seen since freshman year, four years ago to now I'm just like, Wow, I'm I'm part of this community. I'm I'm very proud of of becoming a Nororian. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. what's what is um, North Carolina like? I took one of those mm-hmm. online test things mm-hmm. that was like, where should you retire? Mm-hmm. And it said North Carolina. Um, what's it like there? I hear good things about food and stuff like that.
0: I think it, it comes with like each person's. Likes and Mm -hmm. dislikes. Um, I think that for me, I wasn't able to really find my voice in my community. Um, There wasn't much of like advocating for the Latino community, Mm -hmm. and I just didn't really feel myself there. And so I really wanted somewhere that I was able to just go out and express who I was and not feel judged or you know, have repercussions for what I said or for what I was standing up for. Right. Um, But it is, uh, North Carolina is a very, very beautiful state. Mm -hmm. So if you want to visit, go for it. Um, And if you want to retire, it's, again, it's awesome just because you have all four seasons. Right. There's not very heavy snow like here. (laughs) Um, There's the beach, which is beautiful. If you ever want to go to North Mm -hmm. Carolina, always visit the Outer Banks. Outer um, banks, okay. The outer banks, um, they're very beautiful. I guess it's just not for me.
1: You still mm-hmm. got family there?
0: Yeah, my parents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Basically all my family is over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen like some of the some of the stories of like youth activists and, mm-hmm. and, and other and other people and figures of of trying to represent or like you said advocate for or be a part of a more uh Forward looking progressive movement and society, mm-hmm. and it does seem like unfortunately some of those southern states don't allow mm-hmm. for that type of uh, you know, forward look forward looking mm-hmm. and forward thinking, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, which is sad, which is sad, yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. um, I think that well, like what Good Morning Aurora tries to do is like the sandbox is big enough for everybody, mm-hmm. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm. so. You you if if everybody has a way to learn about their culture or history or contribute to this or put into that, you mm-hmm. get you, you what what comes out of that is a lot more peaceful, a lot nicer, right?
0: It's mm-hmm. a lot more
1: empathetic. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of people that we try to be around. Mm-hmm. We want the world to look like our chat right now. Damn, the chat <laughs> is lit. Yay. Anna Sierra what is up good morning to you as well dear friend okay um, hit them with let's hit him with a couple more quick news items and then we will get back to part four in this part of the discussion
0: so our friends of mutual ground are hiring for a number of positions so there are a clinical manager prevention educators relief advocates and therapist Mutual Ground is a nonprofit organization providing education and life-changing services to end the c- cycle of domestic and sexual violence. They are a trusted resource and a longtime stable in our community. To apply, um, the link will be in our chat. Um, please join the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry for their virtual 40th birthday bash. Friday, October 8th from 5:30 p.m. to 10 p.m. Tickets are available, um, which the link will be in our chat. The first date of the Kane County Expungement Clinic is thers- Thursday the 23rd, which is today at the Aurora Public Library, Downtown Santori Branch. This will be from 5 p.m. to 7:30 p.m and registration is required. The next dates are September 25th at the Gale Borden Public Library from 9.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. The last date will be Saturday, October 2nd from 9.30 a.m. to noon at the Geneva Public Library. This is presented by many great community partners such as the Kane County Bar Association, Kane County Circuit Clerk, Teresa Barriero, and Prairie State Legal Services. And for more information, you can email circuitclerk at co.cain.il.us.
1: Yes, very, very good news, you guys. All right, now check this out. Um, I told you... Maria Torito is here. Good morning, Maria. Good morning to you. Victoria Gonzalez. Good morning as well. What is up, dear friends? Victoria Gonzalez, friends in life, y'all. Um, okay. Now, we talked about uh, illegal fireworks on the show. Illegal fireworks have been a big issue. So over 4th of July, the city wanted to, you know, they, they looked at, people start lighting fireworks off before mm-hmm. the 4th. Mm-hmm. The 4th was crazy. And People were lighting them off you know, the yeah. 13th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the city wants to tamp down the use of illegal fireworks. Now they just had a, uh, another resolution come out of the meeting at the city council recently. Uh, what's your opinion of illegal fireworks use?
0: I think that there, I think there should be just one day for fireworks, even if it's just like, maybe a weekend but there should be like a, a set dates for fireworks mm-hmm. just because we do have um um like our pets right um veterans mm-hmm. who might not appreciate all those big loud noises right you know and even like for people who work uh third shift or second shift right um, senior citizens mm-hmm, all kinds right. of people everyone you know um they're not really greatly appreciated when they're Going off when it's not when they're not supposed to. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So listen to this, you guys. An Aurora City Council committee began looking this week at new enforcement measures to crack down the use of illegal fireworks in the city. Now, remember, we told you guys this was not going to end peacefully. They were going to continue trying to find a way. It was today is okay. This is September. This was last month when. Uh, at the last rap committee meeting or one of them Alderman Ed Bug mentioned again that they were still looking at ways they will not let this go pay attention the Rules and Administration uh, Procedures Committee got its first look at a reorganized enforcement schedule that includes involving not just the police but any code enforcement officer at the city as well as the Aurora Fire Department it continues. Richard Vinstra, the city's corporation council, said the new guidelines replace a, quote, hodgepodge, end quote. That's the first time I want to say real quick, put a, converse, a flag in the cover. That's the first time mm-hmm. I'm seeing hodgepodge used in, like, official government language. That's pretty cool, uh, of regulations that wove themselves throughout the city code. He said it appears that from the mid-1940s to the early 2000s, enforcement was left largely to the fire department in the mid 2000s enforcement was added to the police department he said the new enforcement language now makes it so quote any code enforcing officer can write up quote unquote, excuse me a fireworks violation it would be treated as an administrative violation the new language makes the fine between 250 and thousand dollars depending on previous violations how dangerous the fireworks are mm-hmm. and when they were set off. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a jump.
1: Mm-hmm. $250. $1,000. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Let us know in the chat. Oh, there, uh, our friend Karina Suarez Darden says, uh, Welcome, Monica. Monica got some love Hi, in the chat. That's what's up. Janice Collins is here. Good morning to you, Janice. And Josie Mendoza Geller says home Is that North Carolina Josie that you were saying Home to or are you at home Enjoying the show From the comfort of your own Living room Okay $250 to $1000 Let us know what you guys think about that in the chat Is that a good Fair Well, Does it have to be fair Does the punishment have to be fair Does fairness have to come into it at all
0: that's a, that's a difficult question. Fair, fairness. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope you guys think think about it before you decide. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just gonna start lighting off M80s in the backyard um, because if somebody tells on you, that could be a very very steep fine and a steep charge. Mm-hmm. Um, okay so i have some more news to give to you guys here real quick monica my dear friend i am going to deliver this piece of news because it came via text that i will add the text to our rolling document there but listen you guys because the kane county sheriff's office has a citizens police academy all right this is happening Wednesdays starting October 6th and it's going to December 15th. Uh, it'll be from 6 to 8 p.m. Join members of the Kane County Sheriff's Office for a free 10 week course and get first hand knowledge on how policing works in your own community. The Sheriff's Department has compiled an educational and fun set of hands on demonstrations live classroom instruction and one-on-one learning experiences designed for students to develop a better understanding of the sheriff's office operation in 10 short weeks. These training opportunities can be an experience of a lifetime that can be utilized daily and benefit you throughout your life. Educators, community leaders, neighborhood watch leaders, elected officials, or neighborhood watch? Is there, hold on a second, is there still neighborhood watch? Is there? Is there still neighborhood watch? And if there's not neighborhood watch, maybe we should start one. Do we got any spooky music? Come on, let me see if I got. Spooky. No, that's not. That's not spooky. Anymore. <laughs> that echo sounds kind of morbid. Neighborhood watch. Are there still neighborhood watch groups out there? Let us know in the chat, anybody, if there's still neighborhood watch groups. Anyway, um, elected officials or students pursuing a degree in criminal justice, they have all found this course to be an excellent resource. Uh, to learn additional program details or watch the welcome video, you can visit their website. Can you pull up the website, though, and send it to them? KaneSheriff.com. Uh, the topics covered will be canine unit demonstration, traffic stop scenarios, Bomb Squad Demonstration, Tour of the Kane County Coroner's Office, Crisis Intervention SWAT Demonstration, Tour of Kane Com, the 911 Center, Court Security, Corrections Tour, and more. Alright. Very cool. Alright, you guys. Uh, So the time is now 8.40 a.m. And Monica has to go she is leaving us at the moment. Monica is here with us Monday through Friday, ladies and gentlemen. And we appreciate Monica very much for being the world's coolest intern. <laughs> That's what's up. Well, That's
0: thank you, up. everyone. Everyone. Thank you. All right. <laughs> we got uh
1: we got we got claps out. We can do that for Monica, you guys. Uh, but I hope that you guys uh, treat Monica nice. You better in the chat because she's here to uh, help us out and do her thing. All right. And Tracy's got some news for us. Monica, have a wonderful and fantastic day. Thank you so much. All right. Monica will be back here tomorrow, y'all. All right, Tracy. So let's see here. Now, Tracy Duran shares a lot of stuff with us. Tracy Duranis, who helped us break news on the uh, Starbucks coming on Lake Street. <clears throat> but Tracy says she has an old 1920 Aurora Municipal Code Book and it had in it there that the uh, Monica dropped her phone. Hold on, let me get the phone. <laughs> Damn. My bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, she says that in there, fireworks were not allowed but for only the 4th of july or any other day that the city permitted so even then they were trying to rein in the fireworks thank you for sharing that with us i think that's an instagram post to that piece of history thank you very much tracy for sharing that with us josie said the problem is not enough enforcement the moment fireworks are set off apd and afd cannot catch them in the act more enforcement is a plus fines yes if they have money to buy fireworks they have money for fines oh I like that I like that Josie I like that that's a fact that is a fact because all those fireworks that we're hearing mortars in some cases come on that's thousands of dollars bruh that's thousands of dollars thousands and thousands of dollars so you're right Josie I agree with that one hundred percent Karina says uh, we have neighborhood groups here in Aurora I lead United neighbors neighborhood group since 2016 Oh, how did that? You know what? Back that up for me. My bad, Karina. Yeah, that's right. Karina Suarez Darden has been a neighborhood leader and a liaison for District 131 for many, many years. You're right. Shouts out. Okay, guys, I got some more more news for you. The news does not stop. The news does not stop. Shouts out to Monica, guys. She's a great person, and Monica has learned the -the behind-the-scenes stuff of getting this show ready and getting this show to you every single day, and she continues to do good, and um, we appreciate her very much. Okay, so next news that we got, you guys. Get ready. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, The campaign kickoff reception and fundraiser in support of Judge Bianca Camargo for Kane County Circuit Judge is happening the 29th at La Cabrada Restaurant located at 723 South Broadway. Tickets can be purchased at the door. Soft drinks and appetizers will be provided. It'll be from 5.30pm to 7.30pm. Tickets are $40 and different levels of sponsorship are available. The information is on Facebook. I don't I think I shared the link or the page, uh, but I'll make a post about that or share it directly after the show today. Okay. Forklift driver certification class is coming, being hosted by the King County Sheriff's Office as well. Route 38 in St. Charles, 37 West 755. That'll be Thursday, September 30th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it's $25 per person. Your $25 goes to lunch as well. Questions, you can call Mr. Joseph Garcia at 630-329-6668. Card certification is good for three years. The Kane County Sheriff's Office is hosting this one-day driver forklift certification class. OSH currently provides forklift driver and OSHA 10 trainings at the Kane County Jail. Shouts out to the sponsor, OAI Opportunity Investment and Innovation Workforce Development. The time. Is now 8 45 a.m. Okay, Marissa says she just heard about the Barstool guy coming to Aurora. Never heard of him, but guess he's very popular. Who knows about him? Things will be a big crowd to Hollywood this Sunday. There's also On the Wall happening. That is right. And here's what we got about On the Wall Sunday, September 26th, at On the Wall, uh, there's also the car show. On the walls, the Hip Hop Fest. That's going to be from noon to 7 p.m., 225 Middle Avenue in downtown Aurora. Car show participants must arrive by 1130 a.m. to be able to park within the festival site. Access to Middle Avenue from Gale Street. Excuse me. Access Middle Avenue from Gale Street. No two was needed from me. A prize for fan favorite will be given out for any questions. You can contact Nicole at culturestock.org. Awesome. And Jennifer Ryan Maton tells us that her son got into the forklift class. (laughs) That's how we do it. That's what it's about. That's what it's all about. Coming up, advancing to that next level, making it happen. Congratulations. To Young Mr. Mayton. Okay, guys, September 28th, don't forget Taco Crawl, Taco Tuesday Crawl. That's being brought to us by our friends of Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry. Tickets are $25. The Early Bird $20 special has passed. You missed it. But participating restaurants, there's a bunch Primos, Tacos in Aurora, Taqueria, Aurora Supermercado, E Taqueria La Carrera, Taqueria El Tio. Uh, Jalisco, La Quinta, Tapville Social, and Chelos Tacos. September is Hunger Action Month and Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, Marie Food Pantry is dedicated to reaching out to the community to help feed everyone in need for donations or sponsorship opportunities. Email operations at mwfoodpantry.org. Okie dokie. And today, the fall Annual Five B's Fall Barbecue, sponsored by the Cosmopolitan Club of Aurora, the club that fights diabetes. That's going to be at Advent Christian Church, 905 North Edge lawn Drive. It's 4:30 p.m. to 6:30 p.m. tonight. Tickets are still available via the Kane County Teachers Credit Union or Cosmo Club members. You can give a call 630-966-05 excuse me 0657 that number again 630-966-0657 proceeds go to fund diabetes research diabetes education and wellness ADA summer camp for kids and DADs diabetic alert dogs the menu is great take a listen to this half chicken dinner two pork chop dinner A quarter chicken or one pork chop combo dinner. All those are $15. There's a hot dog meal for $5. All of the above include applesauce, baked beans, coleslaw, and dinner rolls with butter. Shouts out to the Cosmopolitan Club of Aurora. Once again, the club that fights diabetes since 1927. Okay. All right, this Saturday... 10 a.m. The Bookmobile Interior Reveal at the Farmer's Market. Get ready. The Bridge to Hope. Get ready for that. Your favorite morning news podcast will be on the scene. So get ready for what you see. We're doing it, y'all. We are doing it. We are doing anything to bring our community together and shout out and highlight everything that's happening here. All right. Oh, my goodness. Time's creeping up on me. Okay, guys. So uh, Friday, September 24th. This Friday, tomorrow, McCarty Mills, 140 South River Street. There is the free show, TJK and the Whistling Wizard. It'll be from 8 to 10, featuring food from Sour Peach Steam Buns. Get ready for that. McCarty Mills is a great and fantastic um, location located here in downtown Aurora, down the street from the library and New China Hut. Um... McCarty Mills is where we hosted and held our one year anniversary party. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, So as I always like to tell you, folks, we've got one year down. We've got ninety nine more to go. All right. Now, there's a whole lot of other stuff that's going to be happening uh, with our friends at McCarty Mills as well so i'm going to give you their whole weekend rundown if you like good food get ready to get out there and hit up mccarty mills uh so tomorrow at 5 p.m so that is the event that octoberfest will be at that's the pre to the concert so the pre event is octoberfest okay so join for octoberfest that starts at 5 p.m and that's with sour peach that's before the music all right uh, Saturday at McCarty Mill, Cologido's Old World Italian Pizza will be there at 4 p.m. Okay, uh, Craft beer, mead, and wine will also be available. Cologido's Old World Italian Pizza is very good. They just so happened to be cooking there the night that we had our anniversary party. Uh, the pizza was great, I can tell you. And this Sunday, Corinne's Kitchen is back with soul food on the menu at McCarty Mills. Once again, that's going to be Sunday at 1 p.m. Get out there, try some of that good soul food. The food is absolutely wonderful. And then next week, Wednesday, September 29th, there is a wine tasting at McCarty Mills. Uh, The wine will be Sable Creek Winery in Plainfield. So come sample some wines out there. All right. The time is 8 51 a.m a couple got a couple more things to uh let you guys know about that have been taking place here in our great community we told you about sugar skull city that is going on um but i gotta uh, I, I gotta tell you guys that um the bus driver shortage remember us telling you about The shortage in bus drivers like two weeks ago, I think. And then we highlighted it on Jeanette's planning like two or three Fridays ago. Um, District 308 students went back to in-person learning a day after bus driver shortage forced remote classes. This is one of the effects of this bus driver shortage, you guys. Elementary school classes were held in person uh, as normal on Tuesday. Middle school and high school students did courses remotely. Uh, The move to remote learning came due to, quote, a large number of bus driver absences down 30%. Since the start of the school year, districts across the nation, including several in the Aurora area, have reported a shortage of bus drivers. District 308 Superintendent John Sparlin issued a message to parents Tuesday evening, thanking parents for their flexibility and cooperation as the district worked to problem solve the last minute changes for the school institution. Excuse me, instruction. He says, at this point, we anticipate yesterday as a normal school day. However, in preparation for future transportation staff shortages, district leadership team has worked diligently to build plans for potential scenarios. He says the district wants to maximize the amount of in-person instruction available to students. The district will have in-person learning under two scenarios being worked out for parents who can provide transportation for children. Quote, for any situations where busing may be limited or unavailable, all schools and programs will run in person for those families able to arrange for transportation on their own. One scenario involves when the district doesn't have the staff to run buses at any grade level. Under this scenario, for elementary and early learning classes, students would attend in person when transportation can be provided by families. For those who are unable to secure their own transportation to school, makeup work will be provided and absences will be excused. Special education students not able to come to school will be provided with makeup services. For junior high, high school goal and transition pathway students, they would attend in person when transportation can be provided by families. Students would participate in their classes remotely if they are unable to secure transportation to school. Wow. Uh, man. You know, we are a show that uh, cares about our educators and you know seeing that school districts have to run scenarios like it's football or something they got to make plans and plays uh it's refreshing to see that they do that and their efforts are always of course applauded but man it's tough seeing them juggle a problem that exists due to the uh due to the pandemic and a tough time that we have all been here and been in um as a community that's very sad all right uh, Visual Arts is teaming up with David Mercer, a local photographer, to offer free basic photography classes starting in October. Thank you for that information, Tracy. Yes, Visual Arts is uh, in conjunction with, actually that's separate from their work with the Alive Teen Center, uh, but they are doing photography basic classes. Uh, they're great guys. So shout out to Visual Arts for all that they do here in our community. All right, you guys. Now, last piece of news. Aurora is looking at a new crossing to help bicyclists get across Farnsworth Avenue. Um, So if you're on the prairie path where it crosses Farnsworth near Marshall Boulevard, that's where Aurora is looking to make something better and safer for you riders. The city took public comment on the plan this week during an open house and will continue to take comment through email on the city's website or their Facebook page. You can also submit voicemail. 630-256-3200 that number again is 630-256-3200 the plan is to build a median at Farnsworth Avenue where the bike trail currently passes the median would allow riders to cross two lanes in one direction then wait for traffic from the other direction to clear the city would also install rectangular rapid flashing beacons flashing yellow lights seen with caution signs at the crossing to stop traffic Currently, bike riders have to wait for all four traffic lanes to clear before crossing. There are rectangular rapid flashing beacons there that people crossing can activate. But one median would allow the city to add two more to the crossing. The estimated $390,000 project would largely be paid for by a $300,000 federal grant the city already has received from the Highway Safety Improvement Program. The city was awarded the grant in 2019, but there were paperwork delays during 2020, as well as coronavirus pandemic delays. Now the city has begun the first phase of engineering with the hopes of being able to build the medians and improve the crossing by next year. The project also would add a more pronounced pedestrian crossing at nearby Marshall Boulevard. According to Rupa Anjanapa, Aurora's transportation engineer, Said that there already have been input about the proposal, most of it positive. She said some people, when they see the plan, have been surprised. There was not a plan to put a, path, a bridge for the prairie path across Barnsworth. All right. The time is 8.57 a.m. Uh, our dear friend of the show, Marissa Amoni, has shared information in uh, in our chat with us as well. For a grant doing things in downtown Aurora from the Community Foundation of the Fox River Valley. Uh, The Community Foundation of the Fox River Valley is a great organization uh, that has a long history here in Aurora as well. And those folks have been doing a lot. Um, And I like them. We did a, was that Vicky Morcos or Julie Christman? I think Julie's with the foundation. I have to look at my notes again, but anyway, Kathy Schwager, shouts out. We got some friends over there, Greg Probst, shouts out. Community Foundation of the Fox River Valley is a great organization. All right, so you guys, I want you to know that uh, we need you on YouTube. Subscribe to the show on YouTube. We have a lot of good interviews coming up. Get ready. You are going to see a lot of cool stuff good morning aurora is going to kick things into a new gear a high gear an even higher gear than we have already uh thank you very much all of our listeners and subscribers those who tune in we appreciate you guys so much tune into the show on spotify subscribe there apple Podcasts, google play wherever you get your podcasts from On our YouTube page, you can see all the interviews that we have conducted over our one year and some months of change of being around. And we are proud to be the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Tomorrow, we got another great episode of Jeanette's planning. Get ready because we got some things to chop up with you guys and some things to talk about. Um, And it's the culmination of a whole week to get you ready for the weekend. All right. The time is now 9 o'clock a.m. You have been listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, second largest city's first daily news podcast. Take care of yourself and each other.